Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The following podcast is brought to you by Astro Panda Productions. For more information or to find other great shows, visit astropandaproductions.com or visit the Astro Panda Productions page on blogtalkradio.com. Scissors Podcast. Hello and finally, welcome back to another episode of the Gaming with Scissors Podcast. I'm your host, Nitro Weasel 3K, and I canceled all your pre-orders for the SNES Classic. Nobody gets it. How y'all like that? Uh, I knew Suck somebody it. did that. Suck it, nerds. I'm just kidding. I'm not Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hey, shots fired. Uh, yeah, so we have been gone for a hot minute. Um, it is mainly because uh, real life stuff got in the way um, over the past couple of weeks. And we only record uh, bi-weekly, obviously. So this was the next soonest time that we could get around to this. We're not even recording this on the appropriate night because we were still busy. <laughs> you're, you're ruining the magic guys i'm pulling i'm pulling it back hey i'm just an old man with some levers behind a green wall um like oz like oz the great and powerful only not the one where i'm a handsome gentleman the one where i'm an old decrepit man i liked his hair in that one though yeah well you know he is he is a dapper gentleman um so yeah uh i figure uh sean you and i are going to probably have some stuff to talk about as far as uh ctc geek fest uh central texas college geek fest at the end of this we might be able to just run through really quick uh at the end here uh what kind of things we got going on as far as uh nerd life and uh my talk that i'm going to be giving so i think we should probably allot a little bit of time for that at the end so if you want to jump right into what we played since the last time uh we could do that yeah that sounds like a, a party it uh, is a party <laughs> oh, by the way, I'm 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 joined by Piper and also uh, Zero Ping Nick. How are both of you, sirs? Here, I'm drinking a bottle of wine. Oh, nice! It, just an entire bottle alone. Yeah, well, there's dogs running around, but then it's not alone, dude. Dogs are more people than most people I know, so that's fine. Majority alone. It's like like seventy five percent alone. Yeah, but you've you've what two dogs? Mm-mm. So three. Oh, so see, yeah, each one of those is like... It's like an eighth a person. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so you're only like some percentage alone. I don't know. We already dis- we discussed this. Right? Three-eighths. Yeah. Three-eighths alone. The calculation stuff, the mathematics, not my strong suit. Um, so, okay, Piper, what the hell you play since the last time we've been on the internet? I actually played a bunch of stuff. Um, I've been trying to stream a lot. So, I on the stream, I've been playing the uh, game... Uh, book of demons which is pretty much just point and click diablo one 
dude, it looks cool. I was looking at it. It kind of looks like little paper mans playing Diablo. It, it is. It's kind of like a paper dolls. It's it's paper craft. And uh, you you have a set path that you can walk on, and you you can just you just click monsters and you attack them. It's not. It's very. It's like the most minimalist version of of Diablo One you can imagine. Is there a story, or is it just? It's the story from Diablo One. <laughs> you are literally going down through a uh, cathedral, and uh, you're you're trying to kill Satan. And there are. It's in it's in development still. I think. And there's two bosses so far. One of them is the cook instead of the butcher. I think okay. it's the cook. Uh, and then the second boss is the anti-pope. <laughs> That's <laughs> fun. Yeah, and then Satan. The, the paper Satan. Paper Satan, yeah. The really cool thing about it is um, as you go to each like level of this um you know, whatever, or through the catacombs, um, you get to choose how long you want the level to be, whether you want it to be real short or whether you want it to be like super long. And depending on which one you do, the bad guys are harder. There's more like mini bosses on each floor and uh, you get more gold. That's pretty cool. So you yeah. can kind of like pick how long you want to play based on how much time you've got. That's fun. Yeah. So you can actually like fly through the thing or you can kind of take your time. Um, one of the kind of really neat things about it is all the gear and abilities in the game are all based on card pickups. So you kill guys and they'll drop like trading cards. You have to equip those trading cards and you only have so many slots you can put them in. Um, the, your, your, your magic abilities or whatever, they take mana like normal, uh, but your gear actually takes away mana. So like, um, so let's say you want to put on like a like a, a necklace. Well, that necklace might take five of your mana pool away and put it into the reserve for your gear. So you may have 50 mana, but after you put all your, your gear on and your weapons and stuff like that, you may only have like 22 mana. So what? it's Yeah, it, you know, it makes you think about, you know, what do I actually need to be equipping? Not just, oh, I need to get the best gear. It's more of like, I need the best gear for this situation in relation to my abilities. How many loot crates are in it? There's, there's no loot crates. It's not a gambling <laughs> game. It's an actual normal, normal game. So, so if there's no gambling in it, why are you playing it? You know, I'm actually having a lot of fun. I, I like it a lot. It's, it's a quirky indie game. That's why I like it. That's cool. And uh, you guys can check that out. If you head over to um, twitch.tv slash nerdlifetx, I think you can see, still see some of Sean's. No, they're gone. Not, oh, are they gone? Yeah, uh, they'll be on YouTube here pretty soon. I just need to edit the videos down because they're really long. They're like three-hour streams, so I'm going to break them up into like 15 minutes. Yeah, and some of our stuff keeps getting flagged because of the Bloodhound Gang playing in the background. You know what? Well, Bloodhound Gang, and then, <laughs> I, was, and then I was last there, whenever last time I streamed, I was listening to the new Manchester Orchestra album, and I guess Twitch didn't like it. So I thought I had it down low enough, but maybe not. So, yeah, we uh, played that. Um, I played Dead Cells. Yeah, that game looks pretty. It, I don't think that I would. I don't think I would be very good at it. It's just Castlevania. It's that's all. It is. It's just like Castlevania. Yeah, I love Castlevania. I'm so bad at it though. I'm super you know, bad. At you you it. might like it. To me, it's a little more approachable than Castlevania is because they don't have like the like. Oh, I'm jumping through the air. A bat's gonna hit me, and I'm gonna fall in the lava. You don't. You don't really have that. So it's it's a little more 
it's more more modernized, I guess. That's the way I get it. It's a little Forgiving. more modern version. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. But it's not easy. You know, it's it's a Metroidvania game, and it's a roguelike and all that good stuff. Yeah, I just know the animations are smooth as hell in that thing. It's oh my gosh, it's a beautiful game. It's really pretty. Yeah, I've seen some uh, gifts of that. Actually, it looks pretty awesome. Yeah, it and it's. I think it's not very expensive. I don't think. I think it's like fifteen bucks, maybe seventeen, hmm. something like that. And I'm I'm getting a good amount of play out of it. There's lots of stuff to collect because there's all kinds of weapons and things, and you can upgrade everything. And yeah, so that's so that's where you're getting your gambling in. Well, uh, upgrading is like gambling. <laughs> you know what? I haven't been playing a lot of gambling games. Um, <laughs> Son, I am disappointed. I know, right? Uh, I've also been streaming Sundered. If anybody has played that, it's um that looks amazing. It's another Metroidvania game. Everyone informs me that's the same developers as Jotun, and uh, I haven't played that game, so now I'm gonna need to go install that. But it's really it's it's a sweet game, man. It's uh it's really challenging. Some of like there's some sections like you just get completely overwhelmed by enemies, and it's very unfair. But you know that's all kind of par for the course of those kind of games. It's funny because we were talking before we started recording about uh, Jotun and all of us have copies of it and none of us have played it. <laughs> like we've all we we've all just like I think I have the indie box, like the box version. Uh Sean probably picked it up in some one of the humble bundles or something. And yeah, Nick, you said bundle. you actually you were the only one of us that has played it, right? Uh actually I started it, but I didn't get very far. He, that means he installed it. I yeah, I installed it. I probably have like I don't know, fifteen minutes played. So so you haven't it. played it. Nah, basically not. <laughs> That's Sweet. funny. He's he's played it as long as the uh, the mooch was on our television. Hashtag no politics in the podcast. So ten days. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, so I played that. I installed the game called Oklos Omega. Never heard of that. What is that? Yeah, I don't even know what that is. It's a uh, it's a devolver game. Uh, you're a you're a prophet in like Rome, like Roman Empire, mm-hmm. like not wrestling, but like normal back in the day. <laughs> My wife would be so proud. I know, right? Um, so you're like a you're like a prophet, and you have to go around and you like convert people to whatever you're saying and then they follow you around and you attack like roman soldiers you're basically like it's almost like you're 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 forming a coup and you're trying to overthrow all this the roman <laughs> empire and you're you're going through and you'll you'll make your crowd go and attack different like roman soldiers and there's like bosses and stuff like that it's a weird weird game i like i didn't even know i owned it i was going through my steam library and i was like what's this game you know it's one of those times i was just like i'm gonna install this even though i know it's gonna be awful it wasn't awful it was a tolerable game yeah so i i got really excited because i thought you were gonna say cult it's kind of culty. I was like, damn, I'm going to start a cult. That's sweet. Uh, also, can I just throw this out there? I Googled uh, Oakless Omega images, and like the fourth row of images is just some girl's boobs blurred out. This is <laughs> Aphrodite's boobs, just black bar. <laughs> so that's a lot of fun. That's what I was playing. Cool. Yeah. So I, I just assume that, that Sean is now playing nothing but visual novels with girl boobs. Well, it's not visual novels. There's other <laughs> things going on. Roguelikes plus boobs. That's what I've been playing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, this this actually does look cool. It's uh, got that Devolver digital style where everything is kind of like that, that kind of sort of cartoony style, but it's... It's like super pixel art. Yeah. Yeah, it looks really neat kind of actually. 
that's cool. Yeah. Oh, I finally also played Party Hard. Dude, how'd you like that? I almost beat the first level. Oh, God. Is it so hard, though? That level's so oh. hard. I got down to one guy left in the party, and I'm, like, running away from the cop trying to kill the last guy, and I just couldn't make it. <laughs> so if, if you don't know what the game is, it's basically – it's a pixel art game. It's, it's a Devolver game, right? Uh, I don't know if it's Devolver. It's an Andrew WK game, right? It's yeah. pretty much. So you're a you're a serial killer at a party, and there's like 50 people in this party, and your whole goal is to kill everyone in the party without being found. And you have to go and like set off booby traps and like poison the food and call in the the bug exterminators to like spray people with poison and stuff. Yeah. It's a weird game, but it's a lot of fun. I play. I stayed up to like two o'clock last night playing it. Oh, I know. That's that's one of those games that, like, if I'm loading another game, like if I'm like downloading something that's huge on Steam, uh-huh. I will play. I will, I will open that game and then I will forget about the game I was installing. Like I will just <laughs> sit there and just continue to play it, and I'm like, oh shit, it's like four in the morning, and I was waiting on another game to finish. It was only going to take 25 minutes. That game is fantastic, and the music is so cool. It sounds like Wolven Musselford. It's awesome. Yeah, dude. It's it's. I like it. I like the game a lot. Yeah. If you ever played Hotline Miami. The aesthetic is similar to Hotline Miami. Oh yeah, oh, okay. I totally see that. That game's awesome. Yeah, you if you like Hotline, you'll like this. It's a different type of kind of murder game, mm-hmm. uh, but it is it is highly. It's actually it's it, it's one of those games that's like super entertaining, but it's also really rewarding. Like if you can do something or you can figure something out to you know bump off a few more people than before, you actually feel like you accomplished something. You're like, oh my god, like. Look how look how good I'm doing, and your heart gets all fast because you're like, I don't want to get caught. Like, uh, what do I do? It's really cool. It's a lot of fun. Like when you run over half of the party with a go kart. Yeah, that's pretty funny. <laughs> you just start the go kart, and it like just kills half the people there. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sometimes if the if the cops come, they'll run over half the people that are outside, like hobos yeah. sitting on trash cans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you uh, did you were you did you summon Mario at any point by accident? He kept like boarding up the windows. Yeah, if you break a window, they'll call a guy to come fix it, and the dude just looks like Mario. He yeah. just comes up in his overalls, <laughs> this red shirt. He's like, mah, 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 and then the window's just like blocked off. It's funny. Yeah, it's it was awesome. like a like a monkey wrench. Yeah, yeah. it's He's just smashing the window with a monkey wrench. He's like, okay, it's a fixed. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> you can call Arlie Ermy to wander around behind you at the party, and he'll punch the cops if they get too close to you. Is like, that what he does? Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. I didn't know. I was. I kept trying to kill him. I was like, leave me the fuck alone. Yeah, because he just follows you around the party. But yeah, if the cops come to you, he sucker punches them, and then it gives you time to get away. But I have a, why did why does he show up in like in like a a rap mogul black Humvee? I have no idea. It doesn't I don't make any sense. Yeah, it doesn't. That that game is really weird. Some of the stuff it does is really weird. Uh, like you know, you can you can set the uh, the oven to just explode in somebody's face, and nobody notices you did that. But if you poison the drinks and you're standing too close, they'll be like, "That guy did it." I'm like, "I just blew up half the party in the kitchen by leaving a cigarette on or something. Whatever the hell I did to blow up the <laughs> stove." <laughs> yeah, I don't get it. Like sometimes the cops will be like, "There he is," and like nobody fucking saw me. Yeah. Ain't nobody see shit. I was outside. Snitches get stitches. I know, right? I might kill somebody. Yeah. Knife, knife, knife. (laughs) That's it. That's what I played. That's what you played? Well, we played something else, but I'm going to let you talk about it. All right, cool. We'll talk about this. So, all right. Well, we're going to take a uh, quick commercial break, as is uh, our want here. Uh, Buy things from these awesome people because we get rich off it. Just kidding. We're, We're not Alex Jones. 
We don't get rich off the things <laughs> we sell. Here. We make like a nickel. Yeah, we make like a nickel, like literally a nickel a month is what we make. But uh, yes. you, guys, you guys make it worth every nickel. So uh, we will be uh, right back. Uh, hang on. All right, cool. We are back. Nick, a.k.a. Zero Ping. Sir, what did you play? Well, uh, I actually got to play Depth a little bit. Uh, I think it was after the last podcast we played a little bit. Yeah. Oh, that's the shark game. Yeah, that is awesome. It's extremely fun. Game. Yeah, I played it a couple times since then uh, with uh, Wolfman Musselford and uh, just randomly hopped in a couple say, You got to play that game with people you know so you can scream at them. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> makes a difference. If you're not yelling at someone on Discord, you're doing it wrong. So Right. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. It is good. Uh, also played some PUBG. Yeah, player unknown. Finally, how did you enjoy that? Uh, I actually I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, I did better than I thought I would the first time out, but uh, it's I can see how it would get addictive. But you're right; it is super toxic when you're waiting to spawn in. Oh God, you'll hear the most racist, hateful <laughs> shit you've ever heard when you're standing right. I've never heard the- swear words for each letter of the alphabet. Yeah, I was <laughs> I was taking notes. I'm like, I gotta look this up later. What- what does that mean? No so, one ever told me that word. I thought that was just one of the breeds of aliens from that movie Alien. I didn't know what that guy was saying. <laughs> it was, uh, it, yeah, it was definitely a shock. But hey, it was it was a good game once you got into it. Once you got away from the other humans, it's a good game. Yeah, once you get away from them and shoot them from a, f- it's it's brilliant. Exactly. That's what, what you. That's what you get for talking about my mother. <laughs> you get a knife and a shoot in the face. I'll beat you to death with a pan. I actually put, I booted that up the other day, uh, by the way, and raced a guy into a house. It was one of my finest achievements. I was so proud of myself. So I raced this guy into a house because I didn't realize he was dropping so close to me. Mm-hmm. He gets in the building before me and gra- snags a shotgun, right? So I see him pick it up. I'm like, oh, well, this game's over. So I just charge straight at him because I didn't <laughs> know what else to do. And I'm just swinging my fists wildly. Well, all he got was one of those break two two barrel shotguns. He didn't get one that had like several rounds in it. So he tried to shoot me, but I was too close and it like glitched and went through me. So he wasted both shots and I punched him to death and took all his shit. Nice. <laughs> I was so proud of myself. I was like, yeah, son. Yeah. That's what you get for going with the breach load. Yeah, that's right. This is where the big boys play. I'm the Roman Reigns in here. This is my yard. That's why I did you, lost. Did you cock your fist like a gun? I did. Before you punched him? Yeah. I caught my fist and I was like, "Ooh, I called this a drive-by. It's really just a running punch." Womp, womp, womp. Boo, <laughs> boo! Roman Reigns is the worst. He's the worst. If you're listening to this right now and you like Roman like Reigns, Roman Reigns is listening to this right now. Roman Reigns, if you're listening to this right now, you make me sad. You make my soul sad. It was so sad. I saw him and I saw him last night live. You were just like hanging out with him. Yeah, so I was just hanging out. I was like, "Hey, hey, buddy, can I buy you some pizza?" He was like, "Oh yeah, that I'd appreciate." And then you pushed his face in the hot pizza. Yeah, and then I pushed him over, and I was like, ha, you don't get pizza. I was like, if you do, you only get the gluten-free kind because it tastes like butts. <laughs> so, I, can, uh, I concur. Yeah, so that was off topic. Uh, what else did you play, Nick? Uh, I picked up Planetary Annihilation Titans. I own that, and I've never booted it up. Ah, like, I didn't like it. So it's too much work. It's a really simple strategy game from from what I played. Um I played through a couple of the tutorials. I think it would be fun for like a quick pickup match, but 
I don't, I don't know how deep it is. At least, you know, I spent about an hour or so in it, and I, I don't know, doesn't seem super deep for me. I, I kind of like our uh, RTS games that are a little bit more meaty. You know, they have some more depth, which I'm sure sounds like hell to Matt. But yeah, since I hate all that crap, would I like this game? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you get anything out of it at all. There's no real story. I know that's a negative. Uh, so, so do you know like any real-time strategy games? Is it just like that's like taboo for you? Like you just don't want to touch it, like at all? If there's none you like for me. Yeah, uh, well, that's not always true. I I do still enjoy. Well, you know, I can't say that. So I haven't played like a proper strategy game in uh, a long time. Like Company um, Heroes. No, I never played. I haven't played any of that stuff in a long time. Um, the that last, I think, the last like strategy game that I was like, oh, I'm gonna sit down and play this was um, Warcraft Three when that came out. Was I think the last one that I that I touched? It's like 2003. I, I got really annoyed with that game because uh, because of uh, the uh, like I said, I think I've talked about this before. My one friend would always get the the chick that was riding on the uh, the tiger, and he would just wreck us. And it would make me sad, and I didn't want to play anymore. Um, Got to play single player, man. I'm fine losing. I just don't want to lose every single time I play. <laughs> like, yeah, because then it's no fun. Yeah, then it's just like, oh, well, so you're enjoying just slapping the bejesus out of me over and over again? Uh, no, I have. Don't think I've really tried one. Um, I've played some of the some of the like Shadow Run games. Like I've gone back and played some of those, and those aren't. I wouldn't call those a typical strategy game, but they kind of are. They, they've got like turn-based stuff and you've got to manage a lot of things and some of them, you know. That's more like a tactical strategy game. Yeah. So kind of like I've, XCOM. I've played, yeah. So I've played yeah. some of those kinds of games, but not really anything where it's like, you know, move your little squad and do all that kind of stuff. It's It's been a long, long, long time since I played it. Man, I need to give you a copy of um, Lord of the Rings Battle for Middle-Earth 2. Uh, let me let me stop you there. Lord of the Rings. Okay, I don't like Lord of the Rings at all. It's a really good RTS. Like I have, I have a ton of copies. I think I have like thirty or forty copies of the game, like physical copies of it. Well, I don't know how you ended up with forty copies of that game. Um, my buddy owns a uh, a land center here, and I, they used to have them, mm-hmm. and like they they had to buy a copy for each game because you know they had whatever like thirty PCs something like that. Right. And uh, he was just getting rid of them, so I bought all of them from him just so I could have them. You know, for instances <laughs> like this, somebody's like, "Hey, I wish I had that game." Oh, I have that game. I will give it to you, or I can sell them on eBay because they're actually worth a little bit of money. They're like sixty bucks still. The game came Good out forever ago. Yeah, I know. Wow. And if you have the, uh, if you have the, whatever the pack, the trilogy pack, those are worth mm-hmm. like one hundred and twenty bucks. Holy Jesus! I, I have a I copy gotta... of that that I bought my dad forever ago, and he gave it back to me because he didn't play it. Because my dad literally plays Age of Empires and Empire Earth, and that's it. <laughs> that's it but it's age of empires my dad plays age of empires like two <laughs> it's not even a yeah, new version i had a friend like that when i was in college that he would only play like very specific like this is just the one i like i don't play nothing else like he used to play the total war games i remember when rome came out he still he just only plays rome that's it he doesn't play any of the other ones i'm like what why Does he work for the history channel i don't know i don't know <laughs> i don't know why you would do that i don't understand did your dad know that age of empires just came out yeah, he doesn't care. He wants Seriously? Yeah, he likes Empire Earth and he likes Age of Empires 2 and he has all the expansions for Age of Empires 2. He might. Oh wow. Yeah, my dad's hardcore about it. I don't know. I don't understand it. I've tried to get I'm like I bought my dad StarCraft and StarCraft 2. I bought my dad, you know, like the Lord of the Rings game. I bought him a bunch of RTS games. I'm like, 
I'm gonna find one that you like. My dad loves World War II. If he would just give like Company Heroes a try, he would love it. But yeah, definitely. That's like one of my favorite, one of my favorite RTSs, and it's it's so frustrating, but I really like it. You, you know what game that I kind of wish that I was good at because I am interested in it, and this is gonna sound super weird. Uh, there's two actually. Uh, it, they're, they're the Sid Meier games, like Alpha Centauri. Or Alpha oh Centauri. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. See that to me sounds interesting because you get to like talk shit to the people who are like in the town next to you. You get to be like, "Bitch, don't come over here," and then you just like send people to go murder their whole civilization. That's awesome. And then there's like long lasting effects from that. Like I kind of like that stuff, uh, but I suck at them because I'm not good enough at the management. Uh, that and like pirates. I want to. I want to. I want like Sid Meier's pirates. I like the idea of it. I've never been able to beat play very long because I'm again bad at them. <laughs> so. <laughs> All right, cool. So, uh, what what else did you play? Uh, uh, I played Rage. I picked up the PC version of that. So it's an id software game. It's what it was like id Tech Five or something that John Carmack made before he left and went to Oculus. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's like a sort of a Mad Max type setting, and uh, there's all these like mutated people everywhere, and it's just a first person shooter. You're doing like little missions. Um, Think if like Fallout had less options and was more of a shooter. Yeah, exactly. That sounds like nothing I want. That sounds <laughs> terrible. It's not a bad game. It has uh, John Goodman is one of the main characters, so you get to listen to him talk. I like him. He right. makes the game worth it. Yeah. 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 Dan Connor gets to talk to you. What's what's wrong with that? I don't know, man. When, when do we get the Roseanne video game? He, he, he's Walter Solchek. <laughs> That's all I care. Roseanne Roseanne video <laughs> game. Sure, sure it exists. I picked it up fairly cheap, and it's it's actually pretty fun to play. I also stepped into the Windows Store for a minute this weekend. Why? I saw that that Phantom Dust game that was originally on the Xbox. Uh, they re-released it for the Xbox One and the PC. I saw that that was available uh, for free. Uh-huh. And I went into the free section and saw they have, like, Killer Instinct is free. Uh, yeah, but Killer Instinct, wasn't that fake-ass free, though? Isn't the yes. whole thing Killer Instinct is, like, you get the game free, but you have to buy each character separately? Well, you end up getting, like, a row of characters a week, and it, they rotate kind of like... Um, like a like League of Legends. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Or Smite or whatever. Um, but you can buy a pack with, with all of them. Uh, but there's, like, a Season 1 pack and the season two pack or whatever um i was just playing the free version because a cheap ass so uh, yeah and that sounds terrible i would never pay you for bad behavior like that <laughs> so yeah i just i played a couple of the free matches and it's not a bad game yeah see i was never a big fighting game guy uh i liked some of them but i like i like like virtual fighter i don't know why i like that game so much I like virtual fighter i like the i liked like the early 3d ones marvel versus capcom for me was my favorite fighting game oh, oh yeah man Soul Calibur? Oh yep. my god. Soul Blade Soul Soul Calibur on the Dreamcast. Yes. On the Dreamcast. So much Soul Calibur. Oh my oh, god. Oh yeah. Tekken 2, Tekken 3? No. Tekken 3, man. I love no. that game. King, oh yes. King was my my go-to guy. I never nice. liked Tekken. I was never a Tekken guy. Oh, it was awesome. It, it, I didn't like it for a really long time until I sat down and actually like learned the mechanics of the game cuz every character in that game is completely different. So I picked like two or three people and I just like, you know, sat down and I played them like nonstop and then I would go to the arcades and play them. And I got to the point where I was like, I, I really like this game because there's actually a lot, there's a lot of like sense to me. It, it's a very practical fighting game. It's not like, well, isn't, yeah. isn't each button like one 
limb or something. So if you just figure out directions, then which limb you're using, you can pretty much master the basics. Well, basically, basically, but there's combos and grabs that you can, things of that nature. You can sidestep your opponent and actually move in 3D, which is kind of nice. You know, the funny thing is, so I skipped the first Tekken. Uh, I actually went with uh, Batarina Toshinden. Yes, that I love that out. game. I love yeah. that game. So I had, a, I had a good time with that, but Tekken looked like uh, looked like ass to me, to be honest with yeah. you. Compared to Battle Arena, it looks like balls. Battle yeah. Arena Toshinden is pretty. It looks like you're playing an anime. Exactly. But when Tekken 2 came out, I was like, whoa, okay, this looks different. And I remember getting a like a little thing in the mail from like Kiwi Toys or something. Mm-hmm. And it was like I could get it for like 36 bucks brand new it, when it first came out. So I was like, hell yeah. <laughs> so I picked up Tekken 2 and I fell in love with tech, the Tekken series right then. Yeah, see, I've, I've never been like super in love with any like fighting, like like a standard fighting game. I liked like the, uh, the side-scrolling like street brawlers, mm-hmm. like um, Streets of Rage. Like I used to play yeah. a lot of like those the games, Final Streets of Rage. Yeah, yeah, Final Fight, Guardian Legends. Uh, a lot of those. Gauntlet. I like, yeah. I, see, not so much Gauntlet. That came later because our local Laser Quest, when I was growing up, had a, a uh, Gauntlet arcade machine. Oh, okay. Threw a lot of money into that. that so much money <laughs> into that. We were probably, the only reason that thing stayed in that store was because of us. <laughs> Did you ever play uh, the, any of the Dungeons & Dragons? Oh, yeah. Those were awesome. I love them. They have a on Steam. You can buy like all of them in like one pack for like ten dollars. Is it just like adventure games like that? It's just like no, the... no. It is. It's like it's a side-scrolling like beat 'em up. But oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, they like the arcade style ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Those always right. looked sweet to me. I never played any of them, but those they are bad. awesome because there's a lot of there's like RPG elements to it. Mm-hmm. So it's like oh, take Final Fight. And then throw in like you can pick up different like spells and you can pick up like health potions and stuff and you have an inventory. Right, it's, it's a really cool game. That's yeah, cool. It is, awesome. is that? Can we play those online? We should stream that. I um I don't know if it's online multiplayer. I think there's local co-op, but um we should see if it's online. If it's online, that'd be fun to play live. We could play that live. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'll look that up. Um. All right. Cool. Uh. What else? Well, I did pick up that Phantom Dust game. Um, and I got bored with it, like within the first like 20 minutes. So (laughs) shots fired. Yeah, it might be, it might be good later on down the road, but I was definitely not feeling it right away. And Nick loves Um, boring games. So that's, that's saying a lot. (laughs) Uh, also playing a decent amount of ESO. Yeah. Um, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, picked that up in the last Steam sale with the Marwin expansion. Uh, they had me a Morrowind, so I had to give it a try. Yeah, I've been pl- I've been playing that as well, and uh, yes. I'm, I'm actually enjoying that surprisingly. And nobody yeah. invited me to play that. You 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 flat out said no. You flat out said no. <laughs> it was it wasn't even like like I would have asked you, but you you already had said like no. So Sean, I, I'm all out of Blizzard stickers to put on ESO label. So I mean, I, we figured you wouldn't be interested. Oh, <laughs> I hate you guys. Uh, so, uh, yeah. All right, cool. Um, anything else, Nick? Yes. I've been playing also this really awesome game called Anchorhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. It's, uh, How's that going? Uh, actually, uh, I suck at it, but uh, other than that, it's been pretty fun. 
Yeah, Anchorhead. So Anchorhead is a, uh, is, some of you guys might have parked your ears up when you heard that title. Uh, people who didn't are probably like, what the hell is that? It's a text-based adventure game from like the 90s, like the 80s or 90s. It is bonkers crazy. It is, uh, it, it has, we think that there's Cthulhu mythos, mythos behind it. It is uh, heavily inspired um, by those stories. Uh, like the Cthulhu mythos and all, all that other fun kind of Lovecraftian stuff. And uh, it's, it's slow moving. Nick and I are uh, actually streaming <laughs> it. We're playing it together. Uh, we have a, a segment called uh, Text Game Tuesday. So every Tuesday night at uh, 8.30 Eastern time, uh, we stream for about two hours, two and a half hours on twitch.tv slash nerdlifetx. Uh, and we are dumb. And I can't spell. So that works out really, really well because it's me trying to read, which I'm also not very good at, spell, which I'm terrible at, and then also visualize this just text game. <laughs> so <laughs> it is, it is out of hand. But uh, you know, uh, a lot of it is just us cursing at things that don't make any goddamn sense. Like I'll be like, climb on trash can. It's like, oh, the trash can's you know too far away to climb on. I'm like, go to the damn trash can and climb the damn trash can. Like I get so mad. What is damn? <laughs> yeah, we've we've tried several times to make the game allow us to beat our husband, who apparently is stupid. Oh my god, that guy irritates the crap out of me. Yeah, he is the worst. He is the worst. <laughs> it won't let me hit him with a broom, although I've tried several times. Yes, uh, to hit him with a broom, and it it, it just doesn't. It doesn't. Someday I'm gonna make my own text adventure game with blackjack we, and hookers. But fun fact: we do have a trench coat of holding. I guess you could say for anyone who plays DD. Dude, we do. It's crazy. I'm like, I'm like, what's this? It's a giant leather bound book. Put that in your pocket. What's this? An open cup of coffee? Yep, that goes in your pocket too. But like everything that you can just put in your pocket. And then like when you do inventory, it tells you what's in your pockets. You're just like, how do I have so much? Like, it, okay, so imagine modernized Skyrim. You know how you're like running around, you just when you first start one of those games, you're literally stealing everything. You're like, I'm taking this plate. Club of the world. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We're doing the same goddamn thing in this game when it's a text adventure game and it's supposed to be modern and you're supposed to be wearing a trench coat. So it's extra funny because you're visualizing in your brain just this... this Because you you play a, a woman in it. So you're just this tiny little woman. You know, they, they kind of describe her as kind of like a, like a younger lady. She's smaller. Uh, wearing this trench coat just full of like umbrellas and giant <laughs> leather-bound books <laughs> and like the family history of the Verlax and like... Wh- flashlights and coat stands and like all this stuff. It's crazy. It doesn't ever tell you you can't put it in your pocket ever. Her name is Bethany, the whore of stealing. (laughs) (laughs) That's her title. If she was a Diablo character, that would be her title. Bethany, whore of stealing. (laughs) Yeah. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. We've been having a lot of fun with that actually. Um, And uh, while we've been streaming that, if you are interested in hearing Wolfman Musselford's uh, record or the new songs he's coming out with, he's actually been uh, kind enough to allow us to play that behind the stream while we're playing it. So you can actually come in. You can pretty much hear his entire album front to back uh, a few times through while we're streaming because he, again, he's really cool about it. He lets us, you know, use that music while we stream. So it's a good album and it's a lot of fun. And Nick and I are idiots. So if you can stop by and help us out (laughs) in any way when we're playing that game, that would be great. We really need the brain power. We do, yeah. Because combined, we make up a, a, a solid half a person. So uh, we could really... How far use... are you in that game? Christ only knows. What did we? What was our point? We were at like 10 points out of 100 last time we checked. Yeah, something ridiculously <laughs> bad. 
Isn't that only supposed to be like a four-hour game? Yeah, for, for smart people, it's like a one-hour game. Oh, I said four <laughs> hours, but okay. Oh, for dummies, it's like a four-week game. Four weeks. Yeah. Oh, we, especially at the very beginning, it was a low start. Oh, my God. We could not figure out, like, we did not know what was going on. It was throwing in all these, like, weird things. We got lost. Uh, like, literally, like, we walked into a wall. I started drawing a map. Yeah, we couldn't walk away from the wall. We're like, well, obviously, we went left, so if we go right, it won't walk into the wall again. And then it did, and we were so confused. It was so bad. Eventually, we just started typing directions. East, north, west, northwest, northeast, southwest. (laughs) We didn't know what else to do. It was bad. So we're super dumb, and if you want to come hang out with us and feel like the smartest person on the planet, uh, definitely come join that stream. That's a lot of fun. Um, (laughs) So, all right, cool. Uh, Does that wrap up uh, what you played? That would be it. All right, cool. Um, So I played a couple of things. I'm going to skip the first one that's on my list because I think Sean and I are going to have some stuff to say about it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I played a game called Detention on stream. Uh, I'm streaming every Tuesday and Wednesday. um, Actually, Sunday morning, Tuesday evening, and Wednesday evening. Uh, you can see my schedule over on twitch.tv slash nitroweasel3k, but all the streams uh, are streamed on the NerdLife TX page and then simulcast online. So um, I beat a game called Detention, which, Sean, you were in for part of, I think. Is that uh, the, the spooky ghost game? The yeah, it was breath? all kind of spooky ghosts. It was like a point-and-click adventure with spooky ghosts. Uh, and it had a bunch of like, uh, I think the story was based in Thailand. So it had all this like Thai history in it and stuff. It was super creepy. And there was like all these like traditional zombies and ghosts where you had like hold your breath. So like it's a it's a point and click, but like if you hold down right click, you'll hold your breath. Uh, so sometimes when the ghosts pass, you got to hold your breath and you can only hold your breath for so long. So you got to like time it right and all this stuff. And it was super depressing. Like you didn't get through the ending of it, but that game, holy hell. Corey was actually on when I finished it. And he was like, that was the saddest thing I've ever experienced. (laughs) Like, it was like, okay, so let me just run down really quick. Let me see if I can remember what what all we counted in it. So there was pedophilia. There was murder. There was suicide. There was um, torture, theft. Let's see, uh, husband and wife uh, cheating on each other and it ruining the household and you seeing it from a kid's perspective. I mean, it was just all the terrible things that can happen. to Like, they were all in this game. Is this a new Silent Hill game? It looks like a Silent Hill game. Does it really? Yeah, if it was a point-and-click game. Yeah, it was crazy. Ooh. Like at one point, I think Sean was on there with me. At one point, one of the um, one of the puzzles, I actually had to slash my dead classmate's throat and drain his blood into a bowl. <laughs> oh oh yeah. man! It it was uh, it was intense. I I did get like human teeth out of a skull and. I, it was it was crazy, but it's like it's like super steeped in um, like uh, kind of folklore. Uh, so it's interesting. And there was I did read something that says you should play it more than once because I guess there's different endings and stuff like not different endings, but you can find out different pieces of the story depending on how you play it. So I'm actually thinking I might play through it again. I probably won't do it on stream, but yeah, we streamed it through to its conclusion and I, I have all that saved. I'll probably upload that to one of the YouTube channels. Uh, I'm not as cool as Sean, so I won't edit mine down. You can suck it and watch the whole two hours. I don't care. Um, <laughs> Is it about Taiwanese martial law in the 60s? It's right? kind of like, yeah, they're, they're talking about uh, communism and how it's like leaching okay. into the country and all this stuff. And uh, there, there's banned books and some of the kids are reading banned books and they're worried they're going to get caught and the one girl gets 
heartbroken over something that somebody does to her. So she turns all the kids in for reading banned books and they get murdered. And it's like a whole thing, man. Like it's, it gets pretty intense. Um, huh. But again, it's, like it's 1984 like, with ghosts. Yeah. It's, it, it's some of the ghosts are sweet as hell too. The designs for the, the, the ghosts and the creeps are super sweet. And uh, there is like a silent Hill aesthetic to it where like the world will shift from like this oh. happy bright colored world to like a, like a black and white, like hand drawn sketchy looking weird world where things are all twisted and gross. It's sweet. Huh. So I highly recommend that. Uh, I also played, uh, I got, I got a Wii U finally, which I'd never had had before. And so I played Splatoon and Zombie U. And uh, that was fun. I like Splatoon a lot. I actually am surprised. I, I legitimately thought I was going to hate Splatoon, and I ended up liking it. That's a good game. I don't, yeah, it I, is. I was really surprised. Dude, people are loving the new one. Everyone that's played it has been just talking about how great it is. Yeah, I'm about to buy it. That might be enough for me to actually give a shit about the Switch. Might. <laughs> just Splatoon? Yeah, if they, if they could get one more game that I gave a shit about, uh, I might buy a Switch. Pikmin. Uh, it's going to take just one more. Yeah, Pikmin is not enough for me to buy a What? Dude, Pikmin's such a good game. That's a good I love Pikmin, but it's not enough for me to go out and buy a obscenely priced console. It's like $200, right? Pikmin's oh. awesome. How, how much are those? How much do you pay for your Switch? $300. Ugh, yeah. No, when it's $200, then I'll buy it. All right. Get a coupon. Equipping? Yeah, well, uh, just wait till they get them at uh, Hobby Lobby and then get the 40% off coupon. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what I do. Yeah. That's how I buy all my video games. I buy all my video games at Hobby Lobby. And then gas stations and giant bins. <laughs> half of them are half the bin is bananas and the other half is copies of Mario World. Um, <laughs> it's not Mario World. It's a uh, oh, what was that game that was uh, supposed to be everybody compared it to Overwatch? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Uh, I, oh me- god. I messaged you the other day. <laughs> I was in the so Battleborn. Or was it bad? No, it, uh, yeah. Was yeah, it Battleborn. Yeah. Battleborn, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so we were in, uh, we were in uh, five and below. So it's it's kind of like a dollar store, but it's like the five dollar store. So it's like right. it's a higher class. It's a high class dollar store. Walk around. They have video games sometimes. So over their video game bin, it was probably like two hundred and seventy copies of Battleborn. <laughs> I was like, hmm, <laughs> it's a five dollar game. Oh, this is any good? <laughs> Take that, Randy Pitchford. Yeah, suck it. That's what you get for putting out Colonial Marines, you piece of garbage. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Colonial Marines ruined that company forever. Um, <laughs> which is funny because that that game actually got released to good reviews, but it the but nobody was playing it because they they screwed themselves so badly with uh, stuff like Colonial Marines, and they're they're just they're lying. Um, well, that and it came out at the same exact time as Overwatch. Well, yeah. Well, that was. I don't know if it was supposed to be a direct competitor, but that if they did, no. But everyone compared it to it, though. Everyone was under the impression that. Yeah, yeah, that it was going to be. What else did you play, Matt? Uh, so I played uh, Jean d'Arc on my PSP. Which, by the way, I got a new PSP. I'm very excited about it. It is blue and beautiful, and I love it. Which one yeah, is this? Yeah. Is this your third one? Yeah, actually, this is my fourth one. Holy this crap. is my fourth one. So the first one I got, uh, the guy Just keep sold sitting me- on them. No, the first one I got, the guy sold me the wrong thing. Like he had it listed as a three thousand one, and I got it, and it was a it was a version one. And I was like, yep. dude, uh, I kind of wanted like the extra memory and stuff. I was like, I can send it back to you, and he was just like, nah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He's like, I'll pass. So like, I had that, and then I, I got a three thousand, and I tried to uh, swap the case on it, and I broke the video cable. Nice. Uh, the third one that I had was a three thousand, and it 
the display quit working. So Nick is now the proud owner of that one, which he did end up getting working, believe it or not, mm-hmm. uh, after I gave it to him. So Nick has that one currently. Uh, and, uh, this is my last, this is my newest one is a 2001, which has been my favorite one so far, hands down. Uh, so if you are going to get a PSP, I highly recommend the 2000 series. The three has some fancy shit that makes it a little bit better. The screen is a different type of screen, but I've had significantly less issues with my 2000 than I ever had with my three, either one of my threes. I don't know. I I don't know which one mine is. You've got the stormtrooper one, right? Or the Darth Vader one. That's a 2000, I think. It's a 2000, if you do. Yeah, yeah, I have that one, and then I have a all black one. I have two of them. Okay, yeah, the uh, the one with the uh, Darth Vader on it is a uh, 2000, uh, and that that's my favorite one. I think the display looks the best. I think the battery lasts a sign- like a good amount of time. I think everything on it is just perfect. Like I just like I like it. But Jean d'Arc is really good. It's a uh, it's a story driven RPG. Um, it is like a tactics style RPG but it's got some cool stuff in it. Like, uh, Joan, uh, it's, it's, it's slightly based on Joan of Arc, uh, whom I love. I actually have a giant Joan of Arc tattoo on my leg. I love the story of Joan of Arc. And, uh, so she talks to God, but in this, uh, it is a bracelet that she gets that will allow her to essentially transform like a sailor scout into like this mega soldier where she just turns into this giant knight, like with a huge sword and just, she's super powered. And the cool thing about it is, so you guys have played tactic-based RPGs before. Usually you tell your character what to do. He moves there. He does his attack. His turn is over or whatever, right? They might be able to move and cast, but they can only do, you know, they can only move and cast or move and attack, right? Usually. Mm-hmm. So in this game, if, if Jean is in her, like, giga form, she can, if, if she kills an enemy with her last attack, she gets to move again immediately. So she can just run train on the battlefield, but you have to use it really carefully. Like you, you have to be careful. Cause like, if you don't kill a guy with your, with your first attack, well, her turn, once her turn is up, she transforms back to a regular character. And so she, her, all her attacks are like halved and stuff. It's pretty badass. Like it's really sweet. It's a lot of fun. Um, they made these really beautiful anime cutscenes that go in between all the sections. They're like full video anime. Like it's awesome. It looks great. The only thing that's kind of weird is they did like these super bad French accents. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're super bad. They're like, I use your Like, I'm like, Ooh, dude, cut. Ah, ah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, that was the only like real complaint I had about it, but it was, uh, really, 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 really awesome. So, uh, I, I highly recommend that. And, uh, I guess the uh, last couple things I thought we could go over, um, Sean and I played a couple games. We played Melon Hunter. Oh God! <laughs> Why? I don't. We don't understand uh, what's happening in that game. It is a literal first-person shooter. Except you don't shoot anything. You swing yeah. swords and bats. You swing and swords clubs. and bats and sticks and and throw tables at uh, giant slices of watermelon, which bleed lots and lots of blood, and then explode, and they will murder the shit out of you. And then you can yank out pieces of them and eat them to regain your health. <laughs> it's the weirdest game ever. It's super weird. If you want to see it, I think you could probably find, there might be a stream of us over on the, uh, the Twitch channel there. Uh, Sean, yeah, that's I played still it up. Yeah. Like, like two weeks ago, I think. So yeah, go on there and check it out. You'll see it on there. It's pretty interesting. The other game that Sean and I played was Gigantic, which is Dude. incredible. Dude. It's so good. 
so crazy. Like I just, I we're trying to figure out another game to play, and I stumble across this game called Gigantic, and I was like, oh, this is kind of a cool art style. It's real cell shaded and and has like animal people and stuff. I was like, yeah, let's let's try this out, and then I start reading about it, and then it's like, oh, it's a hero shooter, and I was like, oh, cool. So I figured it was gonna suck though, because you know we always just assume that. <laughs> well, yeah. no, I, I don't always assume that. I give games I do. the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> I always just assume everything's gonna suck until it proves me otherwise. But man, this game totally blew me away. It yeah. is it's really polished and a lot of fun, and it has a really kind of unique like concept. I I, I love it. All the characters are so different. I can't believe how different the characters are. Like, none of them feel the same at all. Mm-mm. Like, the basics, you kind of understand, like, okay, left click is shoot. But beyond that, like, moving and shooting, that's after that, every character is different. Like, their, their mobility is different. Their abilities are super different. Um, it's kind of like a MOBA, only instead of having, like, a base you're protecting, you have, like, a giant griffin or a snake you have to protect. <laughs> and... Um, once your team gets X number of kills or captures X number of points on the map, uh, your giant, uh, your your gigantic, whatever the hell it is, mythical creature. Demigod. Yeah. will fly to the other side of the map and just stomp the shit out of the other one and hold it down so you can run up and just punch it in the face until it dies. It's awesome. You got to make it die three times. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Which is pretty unique. I like that idea. I, I remember watching a couple of videos after Matt originally told us about it. Yeah, it's it's dude, it's really cool, and the 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 capturing the points works so differently than any other like MOBA style game because mm-hmm. instead of just saying like here's your tower you defend, uh, there are these open points spread across the map where you can go and you can build essentially a a an animal that acts kind of as a turret, but each animal does something different. So one animal like lets you see other players on the map. One animal is like a healer and he'll make uh, healing plants appear all over the map. One animal can put up walls to protect sections of your base and all this kind of weird shit. And then you can upgrade them by instead of using your alt, you can go up to the animal and upgrade the animal at the cost of one of your ultimate abilities. So it's like really cool. Huh. Yeah, and your alt stacks three times. So you can store it up and if you save it up to the third one, you can either upgrade your little bases to like the highest guy or you can use your, you know, your alt on the other team and it does like three times the damage. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, it's awesome. amazing. There's a lot of there's a lot of planning and strategy in it. Way more I think than, you know, something standard like, uh, you know, like Overwatch. Yeah, it 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 really and the nice thing about it is like if you kind of plan accordingly, those panic alts that a lot of times happen when you're in a big fight d- become much less of a big deal, which is kind of neat. Like, you know, if you're in a big battle and you're like, ah, and you just drop it, you might still have a second stack that you can use, which is really kind of cool. Um, so that's a lot of fun. Uh, that game was is stellar. Uh, I'd highly recommend it. It's free. Uh, but you'll only get the free characters if you have. The, if you're playing the free version, you're only get the free rotation characters. Oh, it's uh, Killer Instinct. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> more, I would say it's more like you know, um, like, like League of Legends or League of Legends. Legends. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but uh, I actually I liked it enough. I think Sean and I both ended up just paying them for it, and you can unlock all the characters for like twenty nine bucks or something, nineteen bucks, something like and that. And that's uh, yeah, it's like twenty nine, and it's the you get them the lifetime one so as they come out with new characters you get them nice 
Right. So yeah, it's kind of like Smite or anything like that. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say, I think Smite has that same model. Yeah, like right, the right. God God Pack or whatever, the Ultimate God Pack. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I think I have, and I haven't played Smite in years. Yeah, I did. I bought it when it was like when it was first announced. I played it. I was like, I love this game, and then I never played it again. <laughs> I was I wasn't good at it, dude. I've tried to pick it up a few times. I'm just like, God, I suck at this game. You know what's interesting about that? I, when I I stopped playing when they did the A Rams when they started letting all random all mid. Yeah, new map. The reason I stopped playing was when I played A Rams because I had bought the pack where I had all the heroes or all the gods. I kept getting shitty gods. And it was super frustrating. I was like, oh my God. So actually by paying for this game, I screwed myself because now I have to play characters I don't want to play if I'm going to play this mode. And uh, I got really frustrated and that actually made me quit, believe it or not. You guys ever play the bees god? Bees! No, uh, the only bees guy I ever played was the uh, Invigilante 8, the guy that drove around with a pickup truck and he just screamed bees at you and he'd throw bees at you. Remember that? (laughs) (laughs) I've never even played that game. Oh dude, it's so good. It's a Twisted Metal ripoff, only it's great. Like, all the characters are wonky as shit. I've seen it. There's, like, a bus on the front of it, right? Yeah, and then there's, like, a guy with a beater truck. He's got, like, a beater truck with, like, a camper on the back of it, and he just goes, bees, and he just shoots bees at you. It's awesome. <laughs> nice. It's great. 10 out of 10. Vigilante 8, 10 out of 10. In case you're wondering. Yeah. Everybody go buy it. Right. For, what is it, PS1? Yeah. Well, I, I think it, they, had it on, they had it on 360. Uh, it was on the, um, the Microsoft store. I know because I bought it for my brother once when he was sick. Oh, so yeah, and we we played the shit out of it when he was sick too, because he couldn't really like do anything, and we just sat there and played that. It was it was great. Anyway, no, what were you talking about? Bees, bees, God, bees, bees, bees. God? Yeah, there was like a bees God. Like he shoots bees at people, and like one of his uh, one of his abilities is to like put down a nest, and it does like an AOE. Anything that gets near it, it's almost like a tower. And it just is he a Satan? Because he sounds like Satan to me. I don't know. His name is Amuzen Cab. For real? Yeah. No, All his right. name is B Satan. I just typed in B God Smite and he came up. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining. It's kind of different from like the, you know, Thor and whatnot. Right. Yeah, they had some really interesting ones. They had like uh, a lot of like Chinese gods and stuff are really unique because they were yeah. like these weird characters that we don't have in like, like our mythos. Like, you know, because everybody knows about, you know, the Roman gods. And all there that ain't stuff. no you Jesus know, in this game. Yeah, no, ain't no, ain't no samurai Jesus. I always wondered, like, okay, so they they you could, they stayed away from a lot of, like, religions. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they just basically chose, you know, like, dead religions or ones that are just, like, we're not going to come in contact with. Right. I wonder why, like, what was the, the thought process behind not including some more, like, mainstream ones other than, like, the sacrilege? I'm thinking probably anything that's clad as like um, mythological, yeah, is greenlit. But it's fair game. Else, yeah, anything else is probably a kind of a touchy subject. Yeah, maybe. I was just wondered that. I just want to know where you get Alex Jones. If if the culture can still sue you, it's probably a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Well, so you know, technically, there are still uh, Odinists out there. There's like so, six of them. They all live together in a in a hut. Yeah, they they can't afford a lawyer between them. So. They're yes. all. In, oh no, they can because they've all killed guys. They're all in black metal bands. <laughs> you seen that dude from Gorgoroth? I'm not fucking with that guy. That oh, guy's dude. crazy. They're all Swedish. Everybody in Sweden is a Satanist. It'll just cut you. 
just catching deep. Yeah, yeah. So I'm looking at this guy that you're talking about. I have not played him, but uh, his passive ability is just called bees with an exclamation point. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Perfect. At bees. least you don't have to Google what it does. Yes. Enemies affected by bees take damage every 0.5 seconds for two seconds. Yeah. Mainly because they're surrounded by bees. That's it. Don't Perfect. touch this guy. Yeah. 10 out of 10. You just get stung a lot. Man, I might have to start playing Smite so I can be the bee dude. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, um, we kind of had a lot to catch up on there because we were gone for a little bit. Um, in lieu of a regular topic, I think that uh, I'd like to go over real quick with Sean. Uh, we, we have some announcements uh, that we finally kind of have a, a schedule for uh, Central Texas College Geek Fest coming up here uh, near the end of the month. I believe the 18th. 18th, 19th, and 20th. Look at that. I got it right that time. Oh, yeah. So, uh, okay. Um, so, according to the old uh, Geek Fest website here, um, brought to you by NerdLifeTX.com, we will have the following. Uh, all weekend, we're going to have open play video games, tabletop, and TCG. Trading card uh, games. Trading card games, yeah. So, uh <laughs> Good thing you jumped in there because my brain was like, oh. it's just like, oh, it farted everywhere. Yep, yep. My brain just went, nope. I don't know those letters. Keep moving. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll have trading card games. Um, Saturday only, we are going to be doing a uh, geek garage sale. Uh, there's no fee to participate. Uh, it's essentially going to be a swap meet. You can come in, uh, swap stuff. We, we had a great turnout last year. It was a lot of fun. That was actually Sean and I. I think that was our one of our favorite parts of the whole thing. Fest last and year, it was yeah. like a last minute thing like the night before i was totally like dude let's do a swap meet because i got a lot of shit i gotta get rid of <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I, I we cleared it with uh with the people the other people running it so we just we went and we printed some flyers off and we handed them out and be like hey tomorrow we're gonna do a swap meet if you got stuff and we had like 10 people show up and uh, everybody got their own little table you put your stuff out and I didn't make a lot of money, but I got a bunch of really cool stuff because everybody was just like, oh, let's trade, let's trade. And that was like, that was so worth it to me. We met some cool people. Uh, yeah, we actually made some good contacts with people too who were yeah. like, oh yeah, like I'm really into Warhammer. And if you guys ever are looking for Warhammer stuff, like I can help you out with that. That dude, um, he's a nice. professional. That's what he does is his whole job was he just, he commissioned, people commissioned him to paint Warhammer armies. And he's so good. Yeah, his stuff was sweet looking. And I wasn't even like I wasn't even collecting Warhammer stuff at the time. And when I looked at it, I was like, "Holy shit! Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, like, I need to get on this stuff." It was crazy. Um, so yeah, so definitely come to that if you can. Um, and again, it's not really cash. Just come up with something that you want to trade. You know, you got games you want to get rid of, or you're looking for something specific. Uh, come on out, because a lot of times, if if you can't, if we can't help you trade with it. We might be able to know somebody, or we might be able to point you towards somebody who could sell it to you at the at the convention. So that's kind of neat. Like it's it's a it's a good networking kind of thing. So if you're going to be at Geek Fest, make sure you stop down by that. That's that's a lot of fun. And if you do want to c- trade anything, um, it's there's a sign up form just so that way you can make sure you get a table. If not, I mean you can always just walk up there with like you know, oh I got some I got these Pokemon cards. I want to trade them for something. Then that's totally cool. But if you have a, a bunch of stuff you want to bring up there. Uh, there's a sign up form for it. So uh, you can check that out. Uh, and just so we could preface that the website is geekfest.ctcd.edu. So you can, you guys can check that out later on. 
Yep. Yeah, definitely make sure you check that out. And that's that that'll only be going on Saturday. So if you've got tickets for all three days, don't come up Friday and expect to be trading because we aren't gonna let you undercut nobody. Unless you've got some good stuff, and then I'll take you in the back room. Unless you're giving us free stuff. No, I'm just kidding. Um so uh <laughs> so uh we are also in charge of the uh the game tournaments here. So uh the tournament lineup is as followed. Friday night at 7 p.m., there will be a Mario Kart 8 tournament. Uh, that will be hosted by yours truly. Uh, I know nothing about Mario Kart, and I'm just going to be up there being belligerent and loudmouthed. So that should be fun. Um, Are we letting Arlo participate? <laughs> yeah, just so I have another thing to make fun of him about later. Oh, last He year. hates me already. Arlo already hates me. There was a lost episode of this podcast where I did nothing but berate Arlo for beating a little kid in a fighting game. It was uh, Smash Brothers. Yeah, it was Smash Brothers. He he did not want to like. We were joking around with him because he's like, "Oh, I want to fight anybody except for this kid." Like he, because this little kid, like he was so excited to be there and whatever. He's probably like seven years old. Yeah, and his mom and dad were like, "Oh yeah, like he's gonna be in it, whatever." And and you know he got in and Arlo like they just blind draw Arlo gets to fight this kid and he's like, "Oh no!" And I'm like, "Dude, you got to beat this little kid, bro. You got to beat this little kid, bro." Like just giving him grief about it. And to be fair, like the kid was okay, and Arlo, you know, kind of went easy on him the first round. But Arlo did have to beat him because he was actually trying to, you know, be good at the tournament. But that's my whole thing. Every time I see Arlo, I'm like, dude, did did you hit? Did you beat up a little kid one time? Do you like crush his dreams? <laughs> the best part of it is the fact that you and I were just like in the back doing commentary. <laughs> Arlo just destroying this kid and he was just getting like and Arlo felt so bad and we just would not let it go like still he's always like did you have anything else to say to me it's all you ever say you just make fun of me for beating up little kids you shouldn't be playing some Smash Brothers it's the worst game ever yep yep if you've ever seen a video of that kid online that freaks out in the GameStop when he loses at Smash Brothers he looks like he's gonna snap the controller and then shoot the place up yeah that's what Arlo makes kids do when he plays them <laughs> it just makes kids sad so but yeah definitely come out and check that out and like i said i will be hosting that it'll be the first thing i've ever hosted so that'll be cool yeah. uh, if you can come out at least hang out and just cheer on the competitors it's always cool to have people out there cheering on the competitors and don't come up being like rude and stuff don't be like making fun of little kids like come up and, like actually that's like, my job some... yeah yeah it's our job <laughs> no. no but really though like come up and like be be cool about it like you know cheer on the little kids just as much as you cheer on the adults and everybody's just there trying to hang out and have a good time so that's good um saturday we are gonna have mike tyson's punch out challenge it'll be that'll be a one dollar entry fee and that's a one dollar walk-up tournament all day so uh sean do you want to go over that yeah so basically what it is is uh you pay a dollar and you play mike tyson's punch out for the nes and you see how far you can get in it and whoever at the end of the day has uh, progressed the furthest in the game is going to win uh, some cash and some prizes and uh, potentially uh, a, a title belt that I am attempting to procure. So oh you will be the Mike Tyson's Punch-Out Challenge heavyweight champion. of Geek That's going to be the most radical thing. If you get a belt, you best to hell wear it the entirety of the time that you're there. Yeah, no joke. It's it's gonna be pretty cool. But yeah, and, and if you wanna, you know, enter the if you wanna enter that five times, you can do it. You get five chances to pay five bucks. So uh and just so you guys know, um all the, the proceeds from GeekFest, uh, they go towards uh, scholarships for students at the college. So it's not like, oh, we're making tons of money doing this. This is this is more of a charity than uh anything else. So it's yeah. it's, it's worth walking away with anything from this the the only the only thing sean and i get out of this is we get to hang out with some really cool people for the weekend so that's 
you know, it's just a good excuse for us to go and hang out with people that we want to meet and we want to hang out with. So, oh, and also we're we're selling some t-shirts, so yeah, <laughs> we'll, we might walk away with that money, right? Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> it's not going to be a ton. <laughs> Believe me, we're not we're not rolling in dough. We ain't got Alex Jones money because no, we don't sell supplements. I know we just sell bone supplements. Dude, we, just, we we just start mixing up bones. I got bones in my kitchen. We'll just grind them up, and I'll sell them on the internet. Grind up some chicken bones. We'll just say it makes you a virile male or whatever. And coffee. Pour, just make sure we put coffee in there. It covers yeah. the flavor of anything up. If you don't know what we're talking about, Google Alex Jones uh, dead bones. <laughs> Bone drink. Bone drinks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, we're also doing the Pac-Man 256. Uh, it's a four-player tournament. Uh, and that's a $5 entry fee, and that's at 1 o'clock on Saturday. So basically, if you've never played Pac-Man 256, it is, I think it's the newest version of Pac-Man that I've seen, at least. Yeah. Uh, it's the, the PC one we're playing. So it's four people, and it's on this weird, like, isometric, like, tilted board. And uh, it's a never-ending, like, uh, it's a never-ending board. So it's just go as long as you can without dying. And... Uh, that should be really interesting. I'm excited to see how that actually goes. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the one I'm the second most excited for. Uh, the 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 first one is the uh, the big one we're going to announce here at the end. All right, cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, and then uh, we are also going to be doing a Vortex Attack tournament. That's also a five dollar entry fee that starts at three p.m. on. I Saturday. know nothing about this game. Yeah, we just. I think Sean just found it online. It looks yeah. insane. It's like it's like Galaga and Centipede and Asteroids and a bullet hell shooter all like mixed together. And it's it's I guess a lot of people in Japan do it in tournaments. Like it's it's big on at like conventions. So I I think this is gonna be really interesting. I kind of wanna I wanna enter it myself. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it looks like it's gonna be really neat. But the, the one I'm the most excited for is uh, the Sunday tournament. Sean, do you want to go over the uh, Sunday tournament? All right. So on Sunday, we are doing what's called the Iron Man tournament. This one's $10 entry fee, but this is the big tournament for us. Okay. If you win this, you will walk away with some cool stuff. I promise. All right. I can't say what it is, but I have some, some neat stuff uh, hidden away. Basically, what you're going to do, every person that enters, you have no idea what games you're going to play. We are going to be selecting four secret games. And each game may have different objectives. Like one of them, it's going to be highest score. One could be, you know, time attack. One might be like a boss rush. So you don't know what you're going to play. You come in there and whoever does the best on each game, you get points awarded for it. And everyone's going to get points. So even if you come in last place in one game, you're still going to get points. At the end of the four game onslaught, whoever has the most points uh, is going to win. And they're going to win some awesome stuff. Yeah, and that one I'm super pumped for because Sean and I were throwing some ideas around. The games are still uh, up in the air. Sean and I are still kind of deciding which direction we're going to go with those. So uh, that should be a lot of fun, but nobody's going to know what games they're playing until you sit down and you have a controller in your hand, essentially. It's going to be intense. Yeah. So I promise. That should, be, that should be a lot of fun. So, yeah, so that'll be pretty cool. And then uh, if you've got time, I am actually going to be hosting a panel, believe it or not. Uh, I'm going to be hosting a panel. I put in for Saturday, but they haven't let me know what my time slot is going to be yet. But I'm going to be doing uh, beginners podcasting on a budget. So if you want to learn to make a show like the show you're listening to now, uh, I'm going to show you where to spend your money, where to save your money, um, 
kind of guide you through selecting a topic. What are some good ideas? What are some bad ideas? Uh, if you didn't know, uh, most of the people on the show have worked on other shows uh, that are our own. So Nick and I both have our own other shows. And I think between working on this, working with some guests that we've had on here, doing some of the stuff that I've worked on and some of the stuff that Nick's worked on and, and also learning to edit through this process, we've gained a lot of knowledge that I think could be really helpful for somebody who's first starting out that nobody told us. Um, so uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm going to do a little presentation uh, and then I'm going to take a bunch of questions. I actually, I, I think I told them I wanted a one hour slot and uh, I'm going to try and do just uh, straight up presentation the first half and then answer all the questions you guys have the second half. So if you've got questions, come locked and loaded there. And if you can't catch me there, you can check us out at the, uh, uh, the nerd life room, wherever that happens to be. I don't think we know where that's going to be yet. Do we? Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be in the same place. It was last year where we had the land tournaments, but we're having no land tournaments this year. So we're going to have a bunch of space. Yeah. So okay. It'll be, it'll be good. Uh, also, uh, Ricky from Astro Panda productions, I think is trying to come down to geek fest. So he, uh, I'm sure he would also be, glad to answer any questions since he's he knows a lot about this stuff cool yeah he will actually be part of my presentation anyway so yeah. you'll point at him and be like that one yeah that's the guy with the money um so <laughs> hey, yeah. uh yeah so so we've got that going on and we also will be doing interviews uh with uh content creators or you know uh, if you're a comic book writer if you work in geek media at all if you have another podcast if you do a show if you have a youtube channel if you stream, if you, you know, you're making a card game, if you're making a board game, if you're doing whatever you want to do, um, come up, uh, talk to us. Uh, I'll be looking for people. I'm going to start, uh, doing interviews for episodes of the podcast for weeks like last week when we couldn't do them. Uh, I want to, you know, put together some interviews so that we can do some interview shows. So if you're interested in that, let me know ahead of time. Sean and I are also talking about Saturday night, maybe doing a live recording of the podcast down in our nerd life room. So if you want to come and listen to us uh, talk trash live and you want to be able to boo us loud enough to be picked up on our microphones, um, go ahead and come down to that. Dude, our microphones are sensitive enough they can hear people breathing. So yeah. <laughs> their, their cheers and jeers shall be picked up. Right, yeah. So we're, we're going to be recording on a uh, local device instead of over the interwebs. So we'll actually be talking live. Yeah. Um, I, I also have, I have two panels I'm doing while I'm going to be there. Um, I'm doing one over uh, getting into collecting retro games because uh, we do it every year and it turns out really well because there's a lot of people, especially like younger kids that are like, they're interested in these old games, but they have no clue where to find them. You know, I'm going to go through and, and share my knowledge on how to, you know, get good deals and where to look and, and what not to waste your money on and, and all the pitfalls that I kind of had to learn about as I was getting into like retro gaming. So uh, I'll be doing that. I think that's only like a 30 minute thing. And then I'm also doing another show or another uh, panel on uh, building a retro uh, gaming system using uh, RetroPie. Right. So if you can't find one of those dumbass Nintendo systems because your kids Ooh. want one or you want to try one out, Maybe you should build one for cheaper. Exactly. I will show you how to build one for about 80 bucks. Yeah. And, and they're, they're awesome. Exponentially better. Yeah. You might be able to actually try one out if you come to our room. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to have six Raspberry Pis set up. Um, so we will, we will essentially have every video game from Atari 2600 up to probably like N64. So you guys can actually 
get an idea of what these things are like and I can show you then how to build them. It's it's going to be more of like a technical talk, so um, hopefully it's not too boring. I'm trying to spice it up as much as I can, but I, I will give you guys everything you need to know about how to do that. And it's not too difficult, but I figure it's something that, you know, if you don't know what to search for online or you don't even know it exists, uh, it would be a really good talk for you. So, Yeah, that's yeah. really awesome. I didn't even know you were doing that. That's cool. That's it's cool. a secret. Now you do. Ooh, I knew. I just I let the I let the cats in the bag. Um out of the bag. Yeah. Put no, put it back in. Mm. Ain't nobody want that cat out the bag. Um okay, cool. So yeah, I think that about wraps it up for what we wanted to talk about this week. Uh our next episode will be more of a uh, the normalized format. We just kind of wanted to get back into the flow of things here with this episode. And the topic that we had, we might do in the future. Um, we are gonna talk about some accessories. Uh, our favorite accessories. So if you guys are interested in that, let us know. We'll make sure we throw it on a future episode. Uh, beyond that, we wanted to mention the site. Make sure you go to nerdlifetx.com for all the information about us, what we do, anything we write, anything we work on. We do have a little bit of exciting news uh, with regards to the site. Uh, actually, uh, we had we had kind of talked about it. And we've 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 I think come to a soft decision about this, but we're kind of putting it in motion now that uh, Nick will be taking over doing a lot of the primary writing on the site and kind of helping coordinate with other writers to get us written content out more frequently. So uh, Nick, do you want to talk real quickly about that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, I've got a lot of uh, exciting articles, uh, a lot of ideas that have already been put in motion. Um, Might be bringing on a few other people, um, hopefully to the table and uh, leverage some of their writing skills but yeah, just uh, keep hitting the site and you'll start seeing more and more. Uh, we're starting this off early August and uh, you'll definitely uh, see some stuff there that we haven't seen before, I think. Yeah, it should be pretty cool. Um, you're not going to see anything go away that's that's currently there. Sean and I are still writing uh, for the page, all that fun stuff. Uh, but Sean and I are trying to put a focus on uh, getting our Twitter channel or our, I'm sorry, our Twitch channel off the ground, not our Twitter channel. Jesus Lord. Um, <laughs> Damn that Twitter. Damn that tweeters. Uh, Sean Sean and I are spending a lot of time um, live streaming over on our Twitch page. Uh, So we're doing a lot of that. We're trying to capture a lot of footage so we can get back into some more video editing. And obviously uh, we have the podcast. Uh, My podcast will be resurrected here shortly, as well as I have another idea for a podcast that not even Sean knows about yet, but I think he's probably going to want to be on the first episode uh, that might involve some ooky spooky stuff. So Mm. that'll be cool. Uh, if, if I can, uh, drop that on y'all folks, his heads. So, uh, yeah, so make sure you check the site. Uh, that's very, very important. That's a great place to learn about what we're doing to see new episodes of the podcast, all that fun stuff. Um, make sure that if you would like us, you want to help support the show or you want a t-shirt with all of our dumb faces on it, even though Sean cut his beard. So his doesn't look the same anymore. You knew, how do you know I cut my beard? Oh, I have the internet, son. Uh-oh. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> So uh, you can go to t-shirts.pizza to pick up a uh, sweet, sweet ass gaming with scissors t-shirt that has. All I totally forgot on. that you bought that domain. Yeah, <laughs> t-shirts.pizza. <laughs> it's a lot easier than than nerdlifetx.com/shopping. Shopping ums. Yeah. T-shirts.pizza. So uh, we're not sure what the future of T-shirts.pizza is. We're thinking that it might actually be a uh, a, a giant landing zone for a lot of really cool shirts because we have some short ideas that we really enjoy. They just um, don't fit with the website, though. 
Right. So we might kind of bridge the gap and make that shirt available at both spots. Yeah. Um, but Pizza might be a standalone uh, before too long here, but we'll see. You could, you'll always be able to go there to buy this t-shirt. So uh, definitely, if nothing else, go there because it makes me laugh when people go to t-shirts.pizza. <laughs> so uh, Sean Piper, where can people find you on the social mediums? They can find me in my house. Uh, you can find uh, Sean at his house. It no, is, uh, no, you are not. Stop. Sheesh. It is. It is ninety six hundred um, Washington no, no, DC no. White House. Dot no. gov. That's yes. where you go. Find no, Sean. My, my address is dot gov. His, his Six, address sixteen hundred okay. Pennsylvania Avenue. That is not where I live. <laughs> T-shirts dot pizza is where Sean lives. That's where I live. Um, you go there and you'll see him in his underoos. <sighs> <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at GWS Rancor, and you can also follow the website at NerdLifeTX on everything. Um, we, we I've actually been spending a lot of time trying to make our Twitter page a lot better, and it has grown like crazy in the past two weeks. So I'm going to start putting a bunch of, not necessarily just our content, but a lot of other content on Twitter. So um, yeah, I said that's probably going to be the best place that you can follow us, but Instagram as well, or Facebook, because you know, all the moms out there that listen to us, uh, that's where you live. Yeah, and me. It's just moms and me. You and moms, you're <laughs> hanging out with all the moms. Yeah, dude, because I don't I don't know I don't know how to tweet her. I got nothing to say on Twitter. Most of my Twitter activity is just talking shit about the WWE. That's all that matters. I mean that's that's all there is. Yeah. It's just politics and wrestling. Yeah, politics and wrestling. Just trying to get Sasha Banks to notice me. That's what it's all about. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, cool. All right. Uh, Nick, where can focuses find you on the interwebs? Well, I go by zero ping. So that's uh, Z three R zero ping. Follow me on Facebook, Twitter, MySpace. Wait, no, not that one. Uh, no, you're still on MySpace. <laughs> Frankster. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, Blackberry yeah. messenger. He's an administrator <laughs> on Dogpile. <laughs> Catch me on my Lycos mail. <laughs> You can also catch me uh, hosting uh, Gamer Story, um, which is available on iTunes and Google Play. Uh, by the time the this episode's up, we'll have a new episode of that up. But uh, yeah, you can find me uh, with uh, Gamer Stories on both uh, iTunes and Google Play. Good. Awesome. <laughs> and uh, if you want to hear more a lot my loud mouth, you can follow me at NitroWeasel3K on literally everything. Um, it's that's that's my home address, Nitro Weasel 3K. Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, tweeters, most gaming consoles, every everything. Nitro Weasel 3K on everything, everything, all the things. I host another podcast uh, called uh, None of Your Business. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I, my other podcast is kind of dead right now, but uh, it will be making its triumphant return. And when I have something to announce for it, I will bring it back up on here. But uh, Nerds at Drive-Ins, uh, if you're curious about seeing what the old episodes were like, but that's going to be coming back. I also have a new project that I'm thinking about throwing out there that is going to be 
a much shorter format, but more regular if it works out the way I want it to. So uh, stay tuned. Keep your eyes uh, peeled for that over on the website. That would be the best place to find it when it comes out. Make sure that uh, you like, comment, and subscribe uh, to us everywhere, especially places like YouTube and on iTunes when you see this. Uh, if you give us a comment and rate us on iTunes, it helps us out a lot. It helps move us up the ranks in iTunes. And if we can get into that like top 50, top 25 area, a lot more people are going to be able to find us. So if you could do that for us, that would be really cool. Uh, tell two friends. That would be cool too. You know, call up your mom and be like, hey, mom, I know we don't talk anymore, but I'll give you a hug and you should listen to this podcast. We talk about dongs all the time. They're talking about dicks all the time. You love that. Dude, you know, we had gone an entire episode without talking about dongs and you just brought it up just now. I know. Oh. We're going to get flagged again. Dong quota met. We need <laughs> a people. We never, I was gonna drop one earlier, but yeah. I didn't. We, hey, dude, we, we our fan base is solid. We never let them down. I'm just saying. I know, right? They're um, they're looking forward to it, and they had to wait till the whole like the end of the show just to hear it. Hashtag dong talk. <laughs> <laughs> that is not yeah. a hashtag we're using. <laughs> it's a new shirt. Hashtag dong talk at real Donald Trump. Dot Lycos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, now we're getting kicked off Twitter. Oh no, we can't. That's that's against. That's did you did you see that article today? Yes, I did. That could possibly be against the law. Hashtag no politics in the podcast. Anyway, only twice an episode. Yeah, only twice. Yeah. So uh, okay, cool. Yeah, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on us wherever you're listening to this. It would be really cool and helpful. Specifically, iTunes helps us out the most. Uh, make sure that you listen to the other episodes if you haven't heard them. And uh, we'll be coming out with more regular episodes again now that I think we're past our crazy busy period here uh, in the summer. So until next time, uh, we appreciate you hanging around and uh, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.